Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Welcome back to another episode. Starting your week off with some intentional love today, folks. Thanks for joining me. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at official Kiara Barnes. DM me your comments, thoughts. Um, leave a review if you feel so inclined. And I love you. So thanks for spending your time with me. Um, funny enough, actually, this episode um, is inspired by a comment. I, um, I got this comment from a listener. They had listened to my manifesting episode. If you haven't listened to that, that was the first episode I dropped. It's got some really good um, uh, tricks and tips in there if you just want to understand manifesting and, and what that's about. Um, anyhow, they had connected to it, but they said they just felt frustration because they were able to manifest many things in their life. But the one thing that they had a hard time manifesting was their weight. Now, this comment made me want to expand on this topic a little more. I think it's just like a bigger discussion um, than just manifesting. And it all relates in some kind of way, you know. But we're, we're going to talk about how we can just get back to making our bodies home. Um, and I'm just going to share how I personally go about doing that and have been going about that. Um, I don't think I'm alone in saying that there's plenty of times where I've gone to the mirror and just nitpicked at myself. Uh, everyone's done it. And I think we've just definitely gotten used to defaulting to saying unkind things to ourselves. Then we do say kind things, right? And don't get me wrong. It's definitely a practice. Some days are better than others. You know, that's that's kind of just life. But I think the first place to start is with the self-talk and being kind to ourselves, especially when it comes to our bodies. And I know that this may seem a little, eh, I get it, I get it. Okay, because I, I, I felt the same before and... Sometimes I still can get in that mood and I'm not necessarily saying like you need to get up, go to the mirror and say, I'm the most amazing person to ever love. And I look like the best thing out. Although I do believe that that is true. Okay. You don't need to <laughs> go do that to get in a better place in regards of yourself or your body. And and especially if you're just starting out with this, that kind of stuff can feel 
a little hard to relate to. Because the whole fake it till you make it, look, I guess it can work in in certain contexts, but to me, the, the truth to me is energy is energy. So your body will know when you're saying the truth about something versus when you're just saying it to say it. And I'm telling you, when it comes to this kind of stuff, you really want to feel it when you say it. It's it's much more impactful. So, like I discussed on an episode before, I think it was actually, I don't know if it was the manifesting episode or, or a different one, but I mentioned the idea of going general. Um, going general just allows your mind to accept statements as reality because you're speaking in terms that are of least resistant, right? Statements that are just easy for you to believe. Like, for example, you could start with something like this. I, I like that I woke up. That's general. <laughs> you woke up. You're alive. You're listening to this podcast. Okay, that's general. You could say, I'm, I'm grateful my body was able to wake me up. I'm grateful my body is pumping blood and oxygen through me right now. Wow, you know, like my body's really smart. I I love that I don't have to think of how any of this stuff works. It just does. And now, you know, you could keep going and going and work up to that point of being able to go to the mirror and say that you're an amazing star child placed on this good green earth, but... First, you know, but first, before we get there, okay, we can get there, but it's just easier to go general and and then go from there. And honestly, if you're even having a hard time being general with with your body as a whole, that's fine. That's fine. Be general about anything else, about your bed. If you like your bed. Be general about the sip of water you just had. You were thirsty and now you're not. That's general. And it's all things that you can agree upon that feel good. So keep reaching for the general. And energy, like I said, energy is energy. So if you're creating a good feeling thought outside of what it is that you want to feel good about, that energy will be transferable. Okay? So... Just keep reaching for that general. Um, now, when it comes to the topic of workout and diet, I have mixed feelings. <laughs> Mostly because I'm not a doctor, all right, um, or a professional. So, friendly reminder, this is talk theory, okay, folks? Uh, a podcast where we just chat about our thoughts and theories, uh, and personal life. So essentially kind of chats and talks you have with a friend, family member. So I'm not, I'm not saying that any of these things are the perfect way or the right way. So do what's best for you. And ultimately we all just want to feel good. Okay. 
So I'm sharing what makes me feel good. I'm hoping that it impacts you to feel good as well. But I just want to wanted to put that out there. Um, now that I preface that, I can jump in. All right. So I I, I mentioned this um, on another episode. Uh, I I've definitely struggled with loving my body a hundred percent of the time, and I I'm sure many people listening can agree to that. I think when I was modeling and doing like fashion weeks and campaigns, it was, it just was a very unhealthy outlook, you know, and I became very unhealthy myself. And honestly, I left that career with a very warped idea of what health was. Like I didn't understand the balance between working out and eating. How much to eat, how much not to eat. I just, I didn't know at all. And I didn't really learn until honestly, like maybe like three or four years ago uh, to just be eating a little more um, and how to look at my health in that kind of way. And I was shown through like food scales how much food I, I really did need to be eating because at the time, uh, I was really looking to get muscle on my frame. And I ended up learning that in order to do that, my body type, I, I had to feed my body regularly and hydrate it, of course, but I needed to feed it. Um, so I did this and it was great. I was like able to heal a lot of my metabolism issues that I had from not eating enough before. Um, so that, you know, I, I just kind of had to trial and error was error with stuff. Uh, but I do have to say working out has been a consistent up and down cycle for me right now, right now, I'd say I'm in a good space with it. You know, I'm, I'm trying to find classes that sound fun. Uh, cause that's another thing of it. I, I just feel like when it becomes a pressurized thing it's just not as fun anymore and it feels like a chore to do so finding fun classes keeps me intrigued um also just not being hard on myself if I didn't get to it because stuff happens sometimes you have a freaking really busy day but also just having positive talk with my workouts rather than looking at a workout as a way to get like a specific look. I started looking at it as a way to be able to do other things easier. Right. And, and the first time I heard this applied, uh, was actually in was that a, a yoga class. And the teacher was saying for one of these positions, I think it was like plank or boat or something like that. Um, but she said, she's, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm just so grateful for this position because I'm able to get out of my bed more swift. And um, that was the first time I heard someone relating working out to something helpful outside of their personal aesthetic goals. And so I started doing that. Yoga is great for me because it stretches out a lot of stress in my shoulders, neck and back. I love lifting weights because I'm able to carry in more groceries at once. (laughs) 
I love going on walks because it helps me get out static energy. It, it's simple stuff, folks. But it, just talking that way really flips flips the way that you view it. And talking like that has just calmed a lot of the stress and pressure around working out so much more. Because it's not dependent, right? It's not dependent on anything but for me to feel good. Because I've changed how I, how, I, how I speak about it. And I find just the more relaxed approach I keep to all of this, honestly, the more likely that I'll want to stick with it. When I'm when I'm stressed, my body feels that. And it it goes into this alarm state and I can just feel more irritable, maybe more even puffy or just just uncomfortable, really. Just uncomfortable. Whereas when I'm relaxed, my body can do the same. And the more relaxed your body is, obviously it's going to be easier for it to do its job, right? With with digestion, with sleep. Uh, regulating its own ecosystem, et cetera, et cetera. So there's something to be said about our minds, our mindset and mind state of mind, I should say, when it comes to working out. And if we're putting too much stress and too much pressure on ourselves, we could actually be creating this um, environment for our body to just be always alarmed. And that's not you know, you're not going to get really much progress from that because your body can't relax to just do what it naturally does. Now, as for food, I, I stopped seeing food as a reward or a punishment, rather as just a tasty vehicle for experience and nutrition, right? And I don't, I don't even, I don't bar myself from uh, having certain foods either. I don't do that anymore. Uh, if, if I have a craving, I just have it because more times than not, I just want a few bites or what of whatever that thing is that I'm craving. And then I'm good on it. And for example, okay, here's, here's one. It's random, but I had this craving for a Coca-Cola icy slash slurpy drink you know the one i'm what i'm talking about you could go to the mall probably go to the gas station <laughs> i haven't had one of these in years but i just had this like insane craving for it and i was going back and forth about it and finally i said like, you know what let me just go get go get one got a little small one and i'm not lying i could only get through a max of five sips because it was so dang sweet Ooh, I don't, I don't know how I did it as a kid. I was like 7-Eleven queen. Um, and back when, uh, for the people on East Coast, I believe, uh, Quick Trip and stuff like that. Or no, that's Midwest. That's maybe Midwest. Anyway, anyway, okay. Sidetracked. <laughs> but all to say that I couldn't even finish the dang thing, but I, it's fine. Like I haven't craved it since. And, and I was also just happy that I did it though. Um, because for some reason I really wanted it. I can't really fully explain cravings. I'm sure there's some science to back that up, but, um, you know, instead of making myself feel bad for it and then just to be like dreaming of this 
freaking icy. <laughs> I just, you know, went and had a few sips, enjoyed a little trip down memory lane, and that was that. And this, of course, all ends up relating with positive self-talk. You you know it best. It's my favorite thing now. <laughs> but viewing food as a friend and not the enemy is the first step. All right, you can still have meals that make you feel good and taste good, all right? I I eat vegan, so let me be the first to tell you I was not going to compromise tasty food, all right? No, no. There's so many resources for great recipes, and I'm not, look, I'm not even saying that you need to go vegan to be healthy. No, I'm just saying you don't need to eat celery or boiled chicken to eat quote unquote clean or healthy. All right. So that's that on that. But also just, I think just quickly, I want to say another thing about coming back home to ourselves, our bodies and things like that is just being mindful of what we consume, not just uh, through food and stuff, but visually online realizing that what folks post is posed most times if it's posted it's posed facts and i'm guilty of this i think we all are i'm sure we all you know take a dozen photos all right if it's a selfie or a self timer whatever um you you take a few you take a few But the same even goes for TV and film as well. Because I think um, growing up for sure, being young, you see stuff, or even now, even now, see stuff on TV and you go, oh my gosh, how do they look like that? Like, what? And you you get hard on yourself for not uh, looking exactly like them. But let me tell you as an actor... Most actors have a whole pre-prep routine when it comes to any shirtless, nudity scenes, anything like that. And it's specifically geared for them to maintain that look for the length of time that it will take to film just that particular scene. Literally. And sometimes even get the, the shooting schedule aligned with their regimen of the workout, right? So they can get this perfect shot captured in a moment, a moment, not longevity, a moment. And then after that, we're not maintaining that specific physique. Let me tell you. No, 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 no. Okay. Because it's not maintainable. It's not maintainable. Especially, especially when we're talking anything action oriented, right? The superhero stuff. These people have literal designated chefs and trainers who are being paid by the studio to help them look a specific kind of way. And look, this isn't me like trying to deter you from, you know, I don't know if you have similar goals to look like Aquaman or something, but I'm just, I'm bringing in a sense of reality to all of this because even Aquaman doesn't look like Aquaman 24-7. And the last thing I want to talk about is us having 
patience for our bodies, having grace for our bodies, for having having the space for our bodies. This is starting to be some spoken word right now. Um, <laughs> all I'm trying to say is that we are these ever-changing beings. We never look fully the same. From birth to death, we are ever-changing. Meaning, if you are 18, you won't look how you looked at 10. And if you're 30, you won't look how you looked at 21. And onward and onward. And that's not a bad thing. I just say this because as we grow older, our bodies mature, our bones change. So trying to get back to my fetus fighting weight doesn't even make sense, okay? Because I'm not a baby. I'm an adult woman. So this body looks different because the body itself is different, which is perfectly fine. But just means, when I'm saying this, I mean things like the number on the scale and all that. Yeah, it's okay if that number doesn't match from back when you were 16 or 15 and you're 30 now. You get what I'm trying to say? Because you have a different body. So just give, give yourself the grace and patience in knowing that and treating yourself with kindness, right? Look at yourself as a child, your childlike self. You would not want to say mean things to young baby you. You would uplift and support. So let's continue to do that, okay? Because... Yeah, your body changes, but you're still you. And knowing that, just, I think just knowing that just trying the littlest of bit is still progress. You know, setting goals that are still fun and playful, that is progress. Trusting yourself, taking care of yourself, all of that is progress. So even just taking the time to appreciate yourself for trying Appreciating, appreciating yourself for wanting to feel good, that is progress. You don't have to accomplish everything in 24 hours. <laughs> you know, you don't need to look like any kind of way ASAP. Okay, so just give yourself some grace and, and love just the way that you would give any, you know, your younger self. If you could go back in time, you would do that. So, in fact, we don't have to go back in time. We could do it now. So, this week's theory is this. You can fall madly in love with your body if you decide to fall madly in love with yourself first. Ooh. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I like that one. I like that one. Okay, I'm leaving you with that. I love you all so much. Uh, Today was a bit of a shorter one, but, you know, still packed a punch for me. Said all the things I need to say. So just know one step at a time, all will be well, all is well, and you're doing great right now. So thanks again for tuning in. Leave me a review. Uh, Subscribe for next week. 
new episodes every Monday. And you can find me on Instagram. Shout out again. Instagram is at official Kiara Barnes, but shout out again to the listener that inspired um, today's episode. I'm sending you so much love and thank you for, um, you know, being honest and real with me. That was really uh, sweet to receive. And thank you for just inspiring and getting a really good message out to the rest of everyone else listening. Um, So yeah, continue to DM me your comments thoughts i might be inspired to make some more episodes off what y'all saying i love it so love to hear from you guys always and thanks again for being a part of the talk theory podcast till next time love you bye